You're listening to Wholehearted with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you 10-minute wholehearted interviews with incredible guests to encourage you with the light and love of God. Join us each Monday by tuning in to www.christianmix106.com at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Jenny Muscatel, and you are listening to Wholehearted, where we have honest, faith-filled conversations with people whose lives have been impacted by CHD. Joining us today is Sheila Irwin, who is a Bible teacher, author, and event speaker. For nearly 50 years, she has been involved in a variety of ministries with a particular passion for investing in the lives of other women. You may know her by her book, Raising Up Dreamers, or as mom to the Irwin brothers who have produced several faith-based films. Sheila is also a grandmother to a heart warrior, and over these next several weeks, we will have the opportunity to get to know her more as we talk about faith, ministry, CHD, and family. Last week, we heard about Sheila's CHD story and talked more about raising up dreamers. This week, we are joined by co-host Daniel Muscatel, and together we pick up where we left off. So you have these kiddos, they're they're doing what they love. You've seen them go through all of the growing stage to get to where they are now. They had a vision, they had a dream, they followed it. Can you tell us a little bit about like what that's like from a mama's perspective and maybe a little bit about your book, Raising Up Dreamers? Sure. Andy says for him, storytelling started in our garage. <laughs> and my kid, I was loved. Hank had introduced him to Star Wars and they loved Star Wars. And yep. we were in the ministry, you know, at that time, pastoring church. And it was like, they had a few little Star Wars things, but we always had a moratorium. Um, October the 1st, you could not buy any more toys uh, because I'm, I'm an artist and I was an art major and I would and do a craft fair every year and that was my Christmas money. So I didn't want them buying something I'd already bought along the way. Uh, and so that October, I walked into Walmart and lo and behold, they had everything Star Wars marked down 80% off. Oh, wow. I bought two of everything. You know, Millennial Falcons, you know, I wish they'd have kept all that stuff. But anyway, everything, we bought it all that Christmas was there. You know, they just were out of their minds at Christmas, you know, that they could have all those things. Well, then we moved back to Alabama and we had a garage that was useless because the driveway was straight down. And, you know, if you went down in there, getting back up was an act of Congress. And so we just kind of used it for storage. One day, I just had a great idea. I thought, oh, this would be so fun. I've got two sawhorses. And Hank, Andy, I think in the book, Andy says a ping pong table, but it wasn't. It looked like a ping pong table to him, I'm sure. But it was two big sawhorses and plywood. And I started the process of building the set for their Star Wars things. We had wow. the Ewok village and we had, you know, everything. The snow, whatever that was. I can't remember. But anyway... We had all of those different places, a place for the Millennial Falcons to land and all of that. And then I let the call them in and let them see it. And then they finished it out with me. We finished it together. I think Andy was six. So John would have been about two, three, maybe three. I guess he was three. Andy was almost seven. And they finished it out. And Andy said he spent many, many hours telling stories using that first set was kind of his beginning of telling stories and loving that process of being a storyteller. We never know what that little bitty investment. That's just fun yeah. to me as a mom. 
Uh, does that mean all moms have got to go build a Star Wars set? No. Uh, you know, that's just was my okay. thing that I love doing. But whatever it is, and he said this to me. I asked him as an adult. I said, what made the difference on that one? And he said, you entered into my world. Oh, wow. Wow. And so moms and dads often want their children to do what they want them to do. They've got a plan for their lives. Instead of figuring out what it is that those kids love, and entering into that with them and encouraging them in that. Mm-hmm. And Andy and John were 12. John was 12. Andy was 16 when they came to their dad. And I think it was John said, I, we really believe God wants us to make Christian movies someday. That's awesome. And Hank said, go for it. Mm-hmm. And he told him two things that day. He said, it'll take 20 years for you to be successful in this. You got to give your life to it. But secondly, the wow factor. So we kind of live by the wow factor in our home. Uh, if people look at what you've done and they go, that's nice. You go, I'm not done. <laughs> and you go back and keep going back until they go, wow. wow. <laughs> and so that's kind of been their mindset all along. The interesting thing is that I can only imagine, which was their breakout movie that made $85 million in the box office, was their 20th year. Oh, wow. And oh. so somebody said, how did Hank pick 20 years? And I said, you know, just he just seen people. It takes a while. He thought 20 is a good number for them to kind of visualize. It's going to take a minute. It's not going to happen overnight. But watching them and their diligence and their teachability as they learned their craft was really fun to watch. And they started out small. John actually started Irwin Brothers. Um, wasn't Irwin Brothers at the time. He just Hank bought him an editing system and he bought him a camera and in Andy's bedroom, he turned it into a studio, had another homeschool guy that came and worked with him. And they did missionary videos when they would come home on furlough. They would do missionary videos so that they could go and raise support and things like that. And they would barter one of their dogs. They called it Swag. Uh, he was we called him Swag because he was a thoroughbred uh, white lab. And yeah. they, that was payment for one of their missionary videos, you know, and everything <laughs> like that. So they were learning slowly but surely. And what I saw God do as a mom, as I watched, was that God would give them a task to do. And it was just a little bit outside their skill set. So they would have to learn that much more. And then the next time was a little bit outside their skill set, and they would have to learn a little bit more. He was such a good teacher that people said, did your boys go to film school? No, they discourage people going to film school, actually, because you need experience Mm -hmm. and you need to get an internship somewhere if you want to learn the business and you need to start young, you know, and so... That's what they did, slowly but surely built the business. Andy was fixing to go on staff at Word of Life as their videographer for the school. When Hank said to me one morning, what do you think about Andy coming home and helping John? Because the business has got too big for him. And um, I said, only if Andy knows it's okay if he stays, because Andy's a very compliant child. Mm-hmm. And I said, if he knows it's okay if he doesn't come home. So when his daddy called him that morning, he said, well, it's really divine the moment you call me because I was supposed to sign my contract this morning and not gotten it to me yet. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to go to about four men on staff here and talk to them about it. And every man said the same thing to Andrew. They said, is working at Word of Life your dream? And he said, no. Mm-hmm. I'm making movies with my brother is my dream. And they said, then yeah. go home and do that. Uh, And so he came home and the rest is history. Uh, Just watching God do little by little by little increment by increment, 
you know, they were in the business for quite a while. Then they went into the, they started doing videos for music videos. Michael W. Smith was the first one that trusted them to do their video. They said, I don't know why he did, but he did. Thank God. (laughs) But, but, you know, and then from there, it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. They, they, I think they, I don't know how many Dove Awards they won for best picture, best video of the year, and then into the movie industry eventually. So it's been great. It's been fun watching God. I think if you're going to enjoy your children's journey, one thing's got to be true in your life as a mother, that you believe that God was faithful to you and he will be faithful to your children mm. and yeah. that they have their own journey mm-hmm. and you can't do it for them. You can champion them on. You can be their biggest fan. You can help them wherever you can, you know, but their first kind of video that was kind of like a movie was they did for a place called the American Village in uh, Montevallo, Alabama, which is a place that where they have all kinds of different historical things that you come and do there. It's it's, it's an incredible place if you ever get to go, but uh, they wanted them to do Patrick Henry's speech and video it for them. They gave him $25,000 to do it, you know, which is nothing. And so they did that. And we as a family, uh, my John has this little special voice. He calls me on when he wants me to do something for him. And it's mom, you know, and I'm like, yes. And he was married by then. He said, um, could you and Connie, that was his mother-in-law. He said, could you and Connie make some coats for us for this? And I said, well, I've seen some patterns and I, I think we could, you know, how many do you need? And, uh, and um, he said, 75. your pardon. <laughs> I said, 75. And how long do we have to do this? He said, two weeks. And I said, okay. Wow. Because they had the pants and and everything. So we had to make vests and coats. So we had a homeschool co-op. Everybody came in. Everybody was cutting patterns. We went and bought every cheap dollar piece of fabric we could find that looked kind of like wool for those coats. And and by the end, we were gluing buttons on, but we got it done. That's incredible. uh, That was the first thing. And it was called the Spirit of Liberty. And you may can still find it on YouTube. I don't know. But that was their first thing. So we came alongside and helped them. We still do in a different way. They long outgrew our skill sets. But we still do get involved in whatever we can do. With this movie, Hanks traveled all over the United States showing the movie yeah. to pastors all over the United States for the year. He's done that. And so whatever we can do to project them I love Francesca Battistelli. I don't know if you know her. She's a singer. Uh, her mom, Kate, is my friend, and we live here in the same neighborhood. And Kate sang on Broadway. Uh, the mom was on Broadway and, and sang in The King and I with Yul Brenner. She was the lead and then left that after she got saved to raise her daughter, she and her husband. And she said, you know, Sheila, listen to this now. Our ceiling is our children's floor. Wow. And that has just, I thought, okay, Lord. My ceiling is where they're going to start mm-hmm. is the floor for them. And they're going to do yeah. greater things than we could have ever done. That was Sheila Irwin. And you are listening to Wholehearted. Tune in next week for the conclusion of this amazing conversation. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Wholehearted. Remember to catch new episodes each Monday at 10 p.m., Eastern Standard Time on ChristianMix106.com. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.